on the live stream from a nondescript home front on Florida's Space Coast. This is the Music Authority. It's the Music Authority. It is the Music Authority, and we are here doing it one more time. What is that? Tuesday? Tuesday. So we have got Power Pop, Rock, Soul, Rhythm, and Blues. It's 100% random play. We've also got coming up for you, Smitty Smitty. It'll be next hour. He'll be joining us over the phone. Talking all things Smitty Smitty. Little Billy Lost. And what's happening in 2020. Authority. Roger Joseph Manning Jr. What you don't know about the girl. International Pop Overthrow Volume 9. Lots of great sounds inside this hour. Seth Swirsky on the way. Dave Caruso. The book ends. Right now, Joey Ramon. Merry Christmas, I don't want to 
Music social, sharing sounds, sharing songs. The Music Authority, the Music Authority. Yeah. 
Music Authority feature artist. that song the bradberries happy holidays from the co-op communique one of our featured albums of the week for this week heard the seven and six with strata plastic sasswerski drink a toast to innocence a tribute to light rock on the curry cuts label and he's covering shannon edward o'connell in there the title track the vanishing act joey ramon merry christmas i don't want to fight and it was roger joseph manning jr starting the set starting the album Here's the Anderson Council.
listening to the Music Authority. How are you so Didn't stop being created the year you graduated. Here's another great song on the Music Authority. I should wash my mind with soap whenever you go walking by. It's always been the same. I help you with your game. You never. Tell you straight away, but I know he's spoken for you, so it wouldn't be okay. You flash a dutiful smile in his photograph, he gets to hold you, but 
Here's one now on the Music Authority, on the Music Authority, on the Music Authority.
the Music Authority feature album of the week. It's the Big Stir Holiday Maxi single. It's got eight cuts, including that one from Anton Barbeau, the Christmas song. Find it on Big Stir Records. Dave Caruso inside that set, too, with I Get to Make You Laugh, his disc, Budapesto Manifesto, former feature album of the week. Open Sound with their single, You're So Fine, the Anderson Council, their disc, The Fall Parade, former feature album, former feature artist, we heard the song Partridge, and the Bradbury's got it started. I love it when it snows from Happy Holidays from the Co-op Communique, another one of our feature albums of the week. Former feature artists, the bookends, only time will tell from their former feature album, Far Away But Around.
mixtape you got free access to the music authority Touch and I make 
Artists of the Week on the Music Authority. Authority feature album Cool Cat Christmas Volume 3. Future Man Records is where you find it. Everett Almond, have a very, very, very Merry Christmas. Bill Lloyd in that set. Contact High from a Nashville pop compilation. Mark McChrist. The disc is called Getting to the Point. Again, it's Future Man Records. Love is Only Sleeping. We heard the book ends too. Only Time Will Tell from Far Away But Around. And Anton Barbo got the set underway. The Christmas song, Big Stir Holiday Maxi single. Eight songs on their Big Stir records. Bruce Tunkel. Oh, before we get to Bruce, i got to let you know we're a little less than an hour away from Smitty Smitty joining us on the phone. It's 100% random play. Today, 
tomorrow, all rest of the month long. This is called 30 Years from a collection called Bittersweet. It is Bruce Tunkel. This is the Music Authority.
light across a glittering sea, revealing crystals falling softly upon a white silk landscape. Every so often, a school of flakes was swept up by a gust of wind, sailing through the air in spirals. Belle sat on her knees, facing backwards on a red velvet chair. Her arms were crossed, and she rested her little chin on top of them, peering out the window at the shimmering backdrop. 
Mama helped her bundle up, and she marched outside in her woolen boots and her fluffy pink coat that looked four sizes too big. While exploring the serene landscape, Belle noticed a strange figure off in the distance. She decided that it was her duty to investigate, and so she walked toward it. As she grew closer, she could make out the figure of a man. He was gripping a paintbrush and seemed to be lost in his canvas. He did not notice Belle until she was very close to him, and he peered up at her as she approached. Well, hello there, miss. Belle looked timidly down at her feet, sneaking quick glances up at the mysterious man. Don't be shy now. What's your name, young lady? Belle. Hello, Miss Belle. I'm Vincent. Hi, Mr. Vincent. Belle's curiosity far outweighed any timidity. What are you painting? That train over there, of course. But I don't see a train. But surely you must. It's right over there. Uh, Come, sit. It must be you're looking from the wrong angle. Belle walked closer to the man, and he lifted her onto his knee. But all I can see is your painting, Mr. Vincent. Belle looked around, feeling frustrated, trying to peer around the canvas until finally she gave up and cocked her head around to look at Mr. Vincent. But there's nothing there, she yelled indignantly. The painter took his index finger and pointed at the painting. Belle looked where he pointed, yet she saw nothing but a starry sky on the horizon. Then, suddenly, she saw a strange shape emerging from behind the hills. At first, it was only headlights and the silhouette of a steam engine, but sure enough, a train seemed to be approaching. She could see many more of the cars now as the train curved around the bend. Little lights shone through the windows, and Belle could see people walking about inside. But it's only a picture, she exclaimed with surprise. Mr. Vincent smiled. Is it? Listen. And then, in the not-so-far-off distance, she heard a choo-choo. Belle shivered with excitement. In a second of disbelief, she reached out to touch the painting, but Mr. Vincent caught her hand and stopped her. Now, my dear girl, we must never touch a painting. We must only look into it, the painter said with a smile. And with that, He began packing up his easel and his brushes and covered the painting with a tarp. Farewell, Miss Bell. He took the painting under his arm and with the tip of his hat and a wink, disappeared into the snowy night. However, just as Bell had turned to go home, there came a tremendous roar from beyond the woods. Sure enough, she spun around to find a majestic locomotive barreling toward her. It continued to advance until it was so close that Belle could see the conductor's playful grin. She jumped up and down and waved with gusto, tugging her arm down to signal him. He returned her wave with a twist of his mustache, and the train answered with another, Choo-choo! Belle felt the wind on her rosy cheeks as the train passed by, and she turned around and ran home to tell her mother all about it. Mama! Mama! Look at the train! she yelled. But when her mother opened the door, the train was already far off in the distance, disappearing into a shadowy tunnel. When Belle went to sleep later that night, all she could think of was her encounter with the mysterious man and his magical painting. She wondered how such things were possible and thought that someday 
she too would paint stories that could come to life. As she drifted into her dreams, she was sure she heard the sound of a steam engine making its way across the moonlit horizon.